Thank you for listening to Two Genius, One Idiot podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Two Genius, One Idiot. Have a suggestion or something to say? Email us at twogeniusoneidiot at gmail.com. And now, let the games begin, motherfuckers. one idiot coming back at you like one here tommy two guns johnny fee hey we're back for episode number eight ocho <sighs> number eight hey in chinese it's pa is it really pa. i'm pretty sure <laughs> there was a show back in the day where they had like these olympic sports going on and they had judges from around the world and the Chinese judge always gave eights. So it was always pa. So if you draw eight. it like really big, is it a grand pa? Mm. Nobody in crickets? Fucking <laughs> shit. Is how we're starting the day yeah. off already. Yes, so, man. I don't lots even know what's today, happening. Man. I was doing lots Folks, of dad I apologize. stuff. Lots of dad stuff this weekend. So I brought the dad jokes. They're on, on deck. Ooh. Tommy, how you doing, man? How was your week? It was a busy week. Went by fast. I liked it. Nice to see the sun out. No doubt. I mowed my lawn again this week, man. I feel proud of myself. Dude, I was looking at mine yesterday, and I was like, crap, I got to mow it. And it's thick. It's <laughs> thick. Thick like the hair on Johnny's back? Yeah. Probably thicker. It's fucked up. It's that miracle girl. <laughs> Johnny, how you doing? I don't know. This is off to a bad start. I got both of you guys already tag teaming. This is like a handicap match. What are you talking about? Uh, this is see, but what you it, need it to may leave not your have been with your alarm clock. You're, we're, <laughs> we're good. Well, you got to remember <laughs> is that there's a little bit of time that we talk before we even start recording, and and you two muffin fluffers out here already starting shit. Well, I mean, can't say it's not deserved or warranted. You're yeah. the biggest troll anybody knows. That's fair. Not not to what you said, Tommy. To what <laughs> yeah, Mike no, said, it's, it's deserved. <laughs> Um, but I know it'll come back, so it's all good. It's how the world turns. <laughs> Heck yes. Johnny, how was your week, though? It was good, man. Lots of lots of stuff going on. Uh, I feel like I actually accomplished a bunch of stuff, so it was a very productive week. Feeling wow. it. Feeling it. Wow. I'm excited for you. Way to go. Except productive. For, except for my son finally well, put the last bullet into my uh, headset for ooh. my Xbox. What you know about that, Mike? I'm kind of proud of man. That. Get a new headset, man. Get a new headset. I ain't trying to play Xbox over speakerphone. What is this, dude? We're going to headset. Bug, he's got from like that 2012. was the original party chat, man. Back in like 2004, you had to make sure you watched your minutes. Call after nine o'clock so they were free. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah, I used to play on PlayStation. Get going on that. That was good times. Anyway, hey, so I see you chugging something, man. What are you drinking? Uh, well, right now I am enjoying a Good Life Brewing Company, sweet as Pacific Ale. Wow. So it's a little That's different. Quite the mouthful. Yeah, it's not an IPA. It's an just a regular ale, six uh, percent, and it's actually not that bad for what it is. I like it. Uh, I definitely prefer their IPAs, but you know, trying something a little bit different. 
You're an IPA guy, though, yeah? Yeah, for sure. So this is for definitely sure. stepping out the box. Beer snob. Yep, I got you. Pinky's up. All right. Yeah, that's right. Tommy, what you sipping on? I got or chugging, this, uh, I should say. Well, it's not really chugging. I'm trying to chew through it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's Cigar City Brewing. They're out of Tampa, Florida. It's a J. Ollie India Pell It's uh It reminds me of Hoppy Bitch. It's got six oh, okay. different hops. Yeah, it's got six different hops. Dang. Um, One's a hip. With notes of clementine, orange hip. pill, and caramel malt. Hip hop. Ooh. 65 nice. on the IBU, 7.5% alcohol. It's not bad. All right. So I tried that not one, too, and all. it was pretty good. Yeah, oh, was, you liked it? Yeah, I like you. I like mm. you, Mikey. Well, speaking of it, I'm drinking loud and sassy rude parrot. I was supposed to be a parrot. Uh, maybe that's more. All right. That was more of a pterodactyl. Like a I apologize. Strangled. Uh, that could be. <laughs> uh, Seven Seas Brewery. Hey, this is a tropical fruit, citrusy hop type beer. You know, I like the citrus beers because uh, I'm allergic to them. And I, 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 I see it as a challenge. And I take it head on. And it's great. I really enjoy it. So I'm, I'm all about that. Be, so seven so seats is good. Every day to take it on. That's right. Right. Uh, seven Seas Brewery, Gig Harbor, good stuff. Uh, they also have a double IPA, Balls Deep. It's a good beer. Pretty uh, strong. That's like an eight percent beer. It's but it's good. You got to chew that one. Uh, but yeah, shout out deep. Seven Seas Brewery. You got to chew the balls. <laughs> you, you're not even drinking it. And you still had to shout out the Balls Deep. Oh, I love this. Well, that's the other go-to when I go to Seven Seas, man. I, see, I knew I was going to be jokes about this. I knew it. <laughs> Shouldn't have even brought it up. Not even Seven Seas. It's like the two two creeks in the middle of Bremerton. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Right, right? No doubt. Like, oh, there's two creeks. Time to go balls deep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Well, so uh, let's, uh, let's uh, move like on it. here. Hey, so I got a couple stories I want to talk to you guys about. I want to get your uh, reactions to this. Let's go. Talk about this. All right. So there's uh, in in Ireland, there is this dude, uh, Clifton Collins, who had bought 6,000 Bitcoins using money he earned from growing and selling marijuana. Mm -hmm. Well, he got busted, had to do five years in prison. The problem is his landlord came through and cleaned his room out and tossed everything to the landfill, including... The codes to this cryptocurrency, which is now worth about fifty-eight million dollars. Oh, ouch! Ooh. He kept it inside of a fishing box that is now at a local dump. And uh, <laughs> he's idiot. Yeah, unfortunately, huh? What your grandpa so used sucked. to say? If you go to prison, you never get the reward. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And then uh, here's another story for you. There was uh, in Australia, a male baboon escaped the medical facility with two Ys before he was due to have a vasectomy. So this dude busted out with two women before he was supposed to undergo a vasectomy. And, uh, yeah, they ran around and... Uh, kind of harass people in the Royal Prince uh, Alfred Hospital area in Sydney, Australia. Wait, hold on. So and just to clarify, you said two females, like two female monkeys, correct? 
Correct. Okay. I was just clear. I was like, this because I lost it somewhere that these were monkeys. And I was like, this this guy escaped, didn't want to get clipped. It's with two women. He's fornicating. This is not this is not a story. <laughs> I like it. And then I remembered it was monkeys. <laughs> and I was like, wait. <laughs> right. They were finally caught. They were tranked and taken back. So unfortunately, sounds like he's still gonna lose his balls, but it was well, a good effort. Has two more offspring coming. There you go. <laughs> it could happen. Could happen. So that's what's up. That's Yo, what's how up. How pissed would you be from that dude from Ireland? Oh, oh. man, I, I don't even know. Honestly, I just have to move on. Would you move 52. on from that, knowing that you had fifty-eight million? Well, the, technically, the, the you never 50, had nothing. Well, no. Well, right. But right. still, it's still sitting there. <laughs> that right. fifty-eight million is still sitting there, and he has no access to those. Dude, codes. especially if it's in a landfill, it's it's gone. Man. Like after all that I, time, it, there's nothing they could do about it. And then that's the problem is that and there's no way he can recover these codes. No, not with cryptocurrency. The whole point of nope. it is that it's it's uh, if you put it on one of those digital wallets and take it out of the um, out of the system, it's not replaced. So the only way you could do it is by actually physically having that again. Dang. Yeah. So pretty much his landlord. Gave him the Waikiki sneaky between the cheeky and threw that shit away. Or the landlord found it and is just holding it. Yeah, that'd be even funnier. Oh, dude, I really Ooh. hope the, <laughs> the landlord probably didn't know. Right. He was probably just like, ah, get this trash out of here. Yeah. Oh, gotta go. You're going to go. tell me that you don't think that landlord went through all that? Uh, no, I have no doubt that he searched his stuff, especially if he was in prison. But he probably didn't search it for Bitcoin, especially if you backtrack it to when, when this actually happened. I don't think it was a widely known thing. Yeah. This guy right. was probably really early on the train and fifty-eight million. Ooh. He probably wouldn't even know what to do with the codes. He probably didn't know what they were. Right, especially fifty-eight million now. Imagine what it was worth right. like when Bitcoin peaked, man. Right. Mm. Crazy. Well, don't go to prison, kids. That's the moral, <laughs> yeah, of, the story. moral of the story. Keep your ass. You could miss here. out on fifty-eight million dollars. Man. All right. So hey, last week we had a question and we asked people. What is the worst flying experience that you have had? We had some good responses here. And um, a lot of them had to do with just being squished between people. You goddamn right. Right? Man, it's good stuff. The seats on the planes get smaller, it seems. Yeah, they're trying to maximize them profits. If only That's someone true. had a connection to like the plane builders and tell them to stop doing that shit. Yeah, if only someone did. Yeah. Nice. Well, that would be crazy. I'm sure that uh, really wouldn't matter <laughs> since the, yeah, I don't know. But, uh, hey, so looking at this, though, uh, our own Carrie Lynn, shout out. She's the voice on our podcast. She shared a story with us. Fucking Talking shit. about shit. <laughs> there she is. What up, Carrie? Ciao, motherfucker. What up, girl? <laughs> So she she uh, was traveling alone with three kids. She had a bag of snacks and toys and stuff that she left at home, and she was flying cross country. Now this poor lady was stuck on a humid and gross airplane for hours. She puked three times. The mama puked, not the kids. Mama puked. Didn't and the, the kids, kids were having a hard time. No toys, no snacks, nothing. Look, I know there's people out there that have traveled with kids before. I have. I know what it's like. Kids can be a bear. Three on your own. Carrie, shout out to you for being brave, for doing that to begin with. 
I apologize that you had to puke three times in a nasty bathroom. That is very unfortunate. Word. But I appreciate you sharing this story with us because, uh, well, that's a bummer. I believe also in that story, the one part that would have really pissed me off was <clears throat> she said that they wouldn't give her any water or anything right. because of uh, true. how short yeah. the flight was. If you're stuck in a humid plane like that for that long, I mean, that's just messed up. Yeah, especially right? if you're, like, visibly puking, too. It's like, right. let's rehydrate through, hydrate this woman so she can uh, be physically able to take care of these kids. Otherwise, these kids are going to be a pain in the ass the entire trip. Maybe right. she, she had a lawsuit on her hands. Eh? Yeah, you know what? Hmm. Maybe. I'm going to get hmm. my buddy from Airbus, see what we can do. <laughs> All right. That's what's up. And then uh, we had one from uh, Kyle Peterson. Shout her out saying his third layover. Layover. Last leg, it was a near-empty flight. He fell asleep in his own row, ended up horizontal, woke up with the spins, and had to utilize a barf bag or two, and it was straight chilly. Hormel. Yeah, this, this doesn't surprise me. I am I know Kyle personally, and he's he's definitely soft enough for this to have been a problem for him. So there was no <laughs> alcohol involved? I don't – you know what? Knowing him um, – there, there might have been rubbing alcohol involved. This guy's got to get his fix where he can. And, you know, at those duty-free shops, they actually, never mind. They do sell you yeah. actually alcohol pretty cheap. Yeah. <laughs> so, never mind. It, it could very well could have been a... Because uh, I'm thinking, like, usually nobody in their right mind is going to eat some chili and then get it on an airplane. Right. <clears throat> so, he he had some something in his system be like, that chili looks good. I got to have it. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Kyle with the munchies. Give me some of that. And then uh, my buddy Carter shouted out that you specific sorry you specifically said Hormel so it was canned. Even worse, he didn't call out Hormels. That was my addition. Okay. I was gonna say yeah. he said Hormel chili. <laughs> that's that's canned. Hornball chili is that a thing? <laughs> Maybe we can market. It's that. only uh, in the South, North Carolina. Uh, my buddy was flying back from D.C. and it had a tour or a group on it which he could clearly tell had the flu or something. So uh, he was consuming antibodies in the form of Smirnoff vodka to try to fight <laughs> off those viruses, right? I don't know what else you can do when you're trapped in a tube with sick people. It's Grandpa's cough syrup right there. Yep. I like it. That's the, I do. That's the go-to. It's yeah. the go-to. It's the go-to. And then uh, our last one, Goose. He was sitting on an airplane, had some teenager head him back from Vegas, turned to him and said, I can't believe I got through security, and pulled out a handful of firecrackers and a lighter. I like it. I like it. Yeah, you Another know, this is, let me tell you, is that this attention-seeking behavior from Goose needs to stop. I we agree. know it was him. He turned, what he's, he's, he's basically telling this story from uh, Amy's point of view. And saying oh. exactly what she saw. <laughs> I can't believe I got through security. She's like, I'm divorcing you next week. <laughs> you get arrested on this plane, we're done. I think nice. <laughs> yeah, I think Johnny's on to something there. Yeah. This guy. I mean, he is a juvenile delinquent. Have you ever actually talked to and or hung out with this person? Yes. Yes. Absolutely incorrigible. He's all the time asking me to go to arcades with him. It's weird. Yeah. Well, with mm. candy. Yeah. <laughs> Get in the bag like, I got a bag of candy. Let's go to the arcade. Right. Hey, weirdo. <laughs> Leave me alone. Uh, sh- shout out, Goose. Keep it real, player. Love you, yeah. Goose. Keep it real. Keep it real. 
Right on, right on. Well, good stuff. All right. Well, hey, let's talk a little bit of some sports. Some sports. Let me get into this. Let's talk some NFL. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, dude, did you guys plan that? No. Oh, no. Okay. That was perfect, good. though. Yeah, you guys yeah you know what? Yeah, we're in sync. Bye, bye, bye. Just saying. Bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving uh, on. Well, maybe nice it's in the same idiot. realm. <laughs> we're talking about talking about the NFL. You guys hear about this uh, this big controversy about Joe Burrow's hand size? His what? His hand Talk size. about Joe. Yeah, his hand size. His hand was only nine inches, and people were a little little worried about that, saying that his hands might be too small to be a good to quarterback. Quarter, um, that's interesting. So how do they actually measure that, Mike? One, how do they come up with that nine inches? They uh, measure it from the bottom of your hand up to your fingertips. Uh, no, that's wrong, but okay. Is it from pinky to no, thumb? No, yeah, it's from the end of your, Is it really? end of yeah. your thumb to the end of your pinky. Yeah, uh, all right. Huh? My name good. is Mike One. I like to make shit up. <laughs> if i didn't if i didn't already know you would have convinced me with your confidence so bravo on that. hey right on man hey, so this is from now on when i just want our listeners to remember that, that anytime like that it's not dirty that's this is clean uh because what i really want to say i'm i'm censored right now is that uh remember that listeners going forward how confident he sounded when he said that <laughs> i want you to remember that Johnny, Johnny, i appreciate the way you're talking to him right now See, again, Johnny here we go. Like I said, handicap match. Mike One, did you tag in your tag team partner? We got freaking Hawk and Manimal uh, over here. <laughs> the, the Toad Warriors. All right. Anyways, back to NFL. Joe Burrow's hand size. They were saying that nine inches wasn't, uh, wasn't or could be a potential problem. But other quarterbacks that uh, are playing in the NFL with the same one, yeah. Drew Locke, who's a current uh, quarterback with the Broncos as well. Jake Browning, Jared Goff. Who's Jake Browning? Like, for some reason, that name didn't click with me. What? How? Uh, UW. Yeah, he's a UW guy. Jake Browning? Yeah. I guess thinking of Jake Locker? No. Oh. Are you thinking of Jake Locker? That's who I was, I was thinking. Of. I was like, wait, Jake Locker. No, so Jake no, Browning would have been because uh, there was what Cody Ellis. How how recent was Jake uh, Browning? Oh no, you know what? Never mind. He Thank was you. before. He's for Easton, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That no, was like a couple years after. ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, You're never mind. You know, what, dude. You know what's funny is Jake Browning after he left UW, been to me been so irrelevant. I forgot who he was. Nice. Yeah, shout out Jake Brown. Uh, Ryan Tannehill is also a guy in that category. I can see that. It seems sometimes yeah. like some of his balls would float. We got a tape measure. I want to see. I want to see this. I don't think uh, Eric might. Eric, easy E. You got a you got a tape measure just, laying around, or uh, yeah, but we're or not, a six inch ruler. Neither, neither one of us is trying to play quarterback in the NFL. I think that's quarterback hands right there. What's that? I think that's quarterback hands. No, right that's there. quarter pounder <laughs> hands right there. We <laughs> 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 were trying to spit that Royale it's like cheese. Thor's hammer. Yeah, Thor's hammer. Out of control. Really? Thor's rubber mallet. <laughs> I think that's what I'm gonna start calling this Thor's hammer. <laughs> oh, get out of here. This guy. Jeez Louise. All right. All right. Uh, did you guys hear about this uh, Cleveland sports writer that got suspended indefinitely for calling? Baker Mayfield a midget. No, 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 no. That is wrong. He called is it wrong? A fucking midget. Oh, <clears throat> yeah. Bad. So they're at the they're at the combine, 
and he's overheard uh, calling him a fucking midget. And then somebody turns around and rats him out. Yeah, so just to give a comparison is that this guy's going to get banned indefinitely, yet, um, <clears throat> yeah, what's his name? Miles Garrett back after 10 games. No big deal. Uh, but like we <laughs> talked about with Miles Garrett and me and Mike Wonder <laughs> on the same page is this was his first incident. So this, this journalist wasn't his first incident? This is not his first. He's been uh, a couple times bad-mouthing Baker like that. And a couple times on the air. Yeah, but it, literally, this is... All right, so the, I, I don't think that there's even a comparison to be made there. My hand the, size are bigger than Joe Burrow's. What's that? This oh. guy is still doing it. <laughs> I got it, man. Did it's you like, measure it around? Like, are we so, talking <laughs> diameter? <laughs> are we talking... Dip to measure tips, like a nine, TV? Nine and a quarter. Nine and a quarter. Wow. There you go. Nice. Tommy's out Way here to sporting hands bigger wow. than Joe Burrow. There you go. Yeah, anyways, so that's... that's. you're out with the ketchup. Bam. <laughs> I like yes. it. Uh, so it's like the guy is a journalist. He should be protected by his uh, First Amendment, freedom of speech, man. He's, he literally can have any critique that he wants. That's his job. They don't like that. Maybe. But you're missing the bigger point. He, it's an affiliate of ESPN. Well. ESPN I, hasn't been on... You know the most up and up company. I, I feel like because so basically I'm future proofing for myself right here is because I want to be able to say whatever I want to say and not have it come back on me. That's why I'm concerned about this. I uh, just well, mean selfishly admitting that and planning for the future. I think that if you're a an affiliate for ESPN, you know there's certain things you have to do. You have to kind of remain neutral and keep certain things to yourself because in a way you're representing. Well, if, ESPN. They're, if they're able to do that, I'm sure that there's a contract through ESPN that you got to sign. And the end result is that these people are replaceable. They're automatons. They come and go. Right. And then, um, you know, you, you have to be able to stand up for your opinion, even if it's not a good one. And that's why I think people like Jim Rome stuck around so long and Stephen mm. A. Smith stuck around, around so long. Stephen A. Smith is a clown. Well, no, but but the point being is that these guys will have those controversial opinions and then they will stick to it, and that's what gives them longevity versus those automatons that just say, hey, this is what they want us to say, and this is the demeanor we should have, and then well, next week I can be replaced and nobody will even fucking notice. I'm not I'm not disagreeing with that, but with the Jim Rome and Stephen A. Smith, it's no different than Skip Bayless. They, they say things at the time that it's going to get the shock value. Right. And then that's what, you know, you get a lot of, reactions from it and that's what keeps them around yeah all i'm saying is that this um with how poorly they performed this season and everything else this reporter made a comment and it kept baker mayfield relevant during the time of the season when he wasn't going to be so if anything you should probably send him some sort like a box of cigars maybe a couple ipas yeah yes whatever all right i like it no press is bad press i like it yes now uh have any of you been following the uh, NFL Combine? Yes. Some of it. Okay. What have uh, What have you seen that impressed you? How fast all of these receivers are. Yes. I'm more impressed with the the DLs, man. They're fucking oh, quick. Dude. All of them. Man, are. that's scary fast. Yeah, they're they're running faster than they're uh, showing their their speeds mocked up to you know previous quarterbacks, man. No. Yeah. These quarterbacks have to run for their life. Yeah, I agree. I was impressed with the O-line people, too. Yeah. Those guys were moving fast, too. I mean, those guys are getting more athletic. You know, the center pulling and going through the one gap and taking out a linebacker, and they're just moving. Like, it, it's it's impressive. 
It's impressive. My boy like Ritz had the fastest 40 time for the QBs. That was impressive. CDs out there just balling out in the combine. So when you were right. the receiver from Oklahoma? CD? Yep. Yeah, he was pretty good too. Uh, do you see that guy almost – he almost caught um, John Ross's record. I think it was like 4.27. Oh, yeah. He was very close to it. I, I can't – Ross is 4.22. Right, but that guy was 4.27. <laughs> That's so still not fast. close. That's close enough. Not not when you're – no, 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 no. No, no, no. Oh, okay. But this guy can actually make it through a season without pulling his hammy and well, – We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, no, we'll I think see. Will. I mean, I, I love watching the comment because, <clears throat> you know – it gives a a certain level of what you see these guys c- could potentially be. Yeah. Right. But I, I don't like how, like, Mel Kuyper and, you know, the Stephen A. Smiths of the world, how they rank these guys through the combine. I think that there's additional things that we should add into it, um, a little bit more contact things to kind of see how they respond. Because, I mean, these guys got no pads on. They got nothing. I mean, and all this is is a numbers game for these yeah. guys. For these the uh, Truly. underwear Olympics. It all yeah, goes onto much. a spreadsheet, and that's yeah. how they're judged. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that only tells, like, a small part of the story because there's a thing, you know, football instinct is for real. Like, there's been right. plenty of people who have not had the greatest speed, not the greatest, you know, bench press numbers. But then when they get on the field and it's game, like, just their situational awareness and football IQ all kicks in, and those are hard to measure. I think that's where the game field I, – I would go – more off of what I saw on film than what I saw at the combine because those numbers are, you know, it's nice, but right. it's, it, it doesn't, doesn't I agree tell with you hundred percent. Like uh, the two biggest names from the combine that had great combine uh, days were Ryan leaf. These were both quarterbacks it was Ryan leaf and Matt Liner. Matt Liner. <clears throat> they had great combines, absolute mm-hmm. great combines. And what happened? They were number one overall picks. No, Leaf was a two and Matt Liner was a was three. But go was ahead. He, I thought they were one. <laughs> no. no, well, first round. Actually, Liner might have even been a little later. I think it was the Cardinals, maybe at like seven in that draft. Because you know, they had, they had uh, Marvin Williams and then Reggie Bush, and then third was Vince Young. Either way, my point is these guys were supposed to be gods. I have no idea how I remember AJ that. McCarron, supposed yeah, to be weird. gods coming out of college. Yeah. Had great combines, and now look. Mm-hmm. I didn't know Johnny Phoenix was like Rain Man. Well, you know, you have to just pulling stuff out of your. You have to hit on sixteen. You have to hit on sixteen. I think we should we should fact check that too, just to verify oh, that. Do it. Look up that draft. Your first three picks are Marvin Williams to Houston Texans. Second pick is Reggie Bush to New Orleans Saints, and then the so Matt third Lanier. third pick is Vince Young to the Titans. Matt Lanier won in the first round. Uh Matt Matt Liner. I said number seven. I think I might be wrong. You were completely wrong. What is it? Tenth. Oh, man. I was oh, three. folks, folks, I want to point out right now how confident <laughs> was yeah. when he said that. Mark this yeah. point, folks. Yeah, Mike one hit right. me with Ooh, the Uno sorry. reverse. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, how about, did you see the tight ends and Mitchell Wilcox, who got a football <laughs> to the dome? Dude, he took it right in the face. I give him I props, bad. though, dude. He, like, you could tell he was seeing stars, how hard it hit him. He, he like, paused. He was like, oh, shit. Dude, you just hear a... <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was that was a fast ball coming at him, dude. and he caught it right at the nose. Tell me, did it sound like a silent gunshot? Just... <laughs> 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 Damn. 
<laughs> I thought he was. I thought for sure we we you know, witnessed the murder. You know the, you know the first thought in his head is, "Who the hell just hit me?" <laughs> right? Oh, Which one of y'all hit me? <laughs> about to have some problems, dude. For real though, is that? Uh, well, you remember a couple of years back there was in that exact drill the one where they throw the ball like the gauntlet from each side. Uh, right. Do you remember Stephen Smith, uh, the receiver? Got super pissed off, ran down to the field and talked to one of the because one of the because uh, the combine QBs are the ones who throw those balls to those guys when they're doing the gauntlet for the wide receiver right. drills. Uh, one of them was throwing it just like too hard and hot, just coming in whoop because he was trying to improve his draft stock. Stephen A. Smith comes out and <laughs> starts yelling up, "Hey, you need to cut that shit out. These guys are just, <laughs> you need to throw them a good ball. Stop trying to impress with your arm strength." Was it Stephen A. Smith or Stephen Smith? Excuse me, Stephen, Stephen Smith. Smith. Stephen Smith Sr. Right. From the uh, Panthers and from the uh, Ravens. Yes. My bad. Yep. Yeah. No, but you know what, though? though. He, Smith has made himself kind of a fixture at the combine. With Dude, the work he with is these guys. Hilarious. He's hilarious. Yeah. yeah he's, he's great. He's so funny. Like, yeah. He, he is good. I love it when he just goes off on somebody, like uh, him and uh, Michael Irving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's always great to see them interact. Uh, Mark Ingram was uh, doing some stuff at the uh, combine. He's he's a character too. He is something else. Are you talking about senior or junior? Uh, the one that's playing right now. Okay, okay. I didn't even see that though. I, I, I was more looking at the numbers and the drills. So I wasn't watching it live as it was happening on NFL Network. I was watching like the ESPN feed where they uh, highlighted the, most of the actual drills. So I missed okay. like the the in between stuff. Got it. That no, was good. It was good. Uh, let's see. And then how about this talk all about the CBA? You know, we kind of talked a little bit about it. And uh, there's a lot of players that are coming out. You know, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers are coming out and saying, heck no, this is a bad deal. Uh, but I've been reading rumors that they're thinking the CBA is going to pass regardless. Yeah. Have you heard any rookies come out and say this is a bad deal? Nope. Yeah, well, it's not fair. But you also got to remember is that uh, a lot of these veterans, the focus has been on how much their contracts are, and and the general. I think the general consensus is that people think that they're making uh, taking that stance because it's a uh, selfish thing for their personal situations. However, mm. they were there during the last negotiations, and then um, the players felt pretty good about what they came out with. But then it came up that oh, we gave up this, and we gave up this, and we gave up this. So as time passed. They're remembering that. So my, my thought on it is that these guys, if they were there for the last one, know what they gave up and what they regretted from the last one, and they're saying this one's worse than that, these younger players should start paying attention. And, and you know, I know that they obviously get uh, a boost in their pay from the proposed terms, but I think long term, those guys went through the last one, know what they gave up, and they're trying to give them that warning, and they're just they're not going to listen. Short well, that's how it is. I think at every union and contract negotiation, you know, I mean, even at any other company that has a union, you know, the old timers are always like, vote no, uh, you know, I'm going to vote for it. And that's, that's how it happens. Yeah. Well, you know, like Wilson said, it was like the NBA and I think MLB were doing it right. You know, with other players, I think the biggest thing with, with this contract for the, for the guys like Wilson Rogers and those guys is one, they'll take a hit in game 17 on their pay. Right. Two, it's how long this deal is. It's a 10 year deal. Right. So in two to three years, they're, they're trying to figure out how this 
this market with the TV is going to go up and how that is going to help them. And I don't know sure. if that's necessarily been uh, addressed up front, but in, you know, seven, the 17th game of this, the rookies, you know, it helps them out in, in this. So I think that's kind of what, why they think this is going to work is because of these rookies. Okay. Okay. I dig it. I dig it. All right. All right. So, uh, moving on from the NFL to a little bit of the XFL, week three. Did uh, you guys catch any of those games? I did not. Yeah, I didn't watch any either. I was putting well, together IKEA furniture. I was putting together uh, more furniture, but I bought it from a friend. Color coordinated <laughs> the bolts, and then talked to her later, found out that that color coordination on the bolts mean absolutely nothing so i was trying to figure out this rubik's cube for like a couple hours i was like why doesn't this make sense none of these bolts are <laughs> finally got older she's like oh yeah it means nothing i didn't take it apart or put it back together the people from more did mm-hmm. so yeah. well i got more for or no I, I had more furniture at one time they're decent decent and then uh ikea how was that how did that go did you read it in swedish no, they don't. It doesn't come like that. It's just pictures. Oh, no step by step instructions. Well, it's step by step, but it's in pictures. No, there was like four nope. different uh, instruction booklets that came with it. Wow, for one dresser. Wow, they're thorough. Got to, it. Got put together though, right, Tommy? It did. It did. That's right. Did it's you six. have to drill any new holes or use any new bolts? No. Okay. No. no, no, no. You're just like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna make this a little better. <laughs> Freestyle. Every day. <laughs> Every day. Every day. Well, uh, I did catch a couple games. Uh one of the games that I caught was the LA Wildcats against the DC Defenders. And you know, defenders were undefeated, but they got whooped thirty nine to nine. Dang. They got dominated. So it was uh, it was pretty crazy. So the and then, Wildcats um, weren't defeat, undefeated though. What was the what Wildcats was record? Oh and two. Oh, so they didn't won a game yet, and they came in there and just spanked not. them. Yeah, so they're saying that uh, Norm Chow, the offensive coordinator, uh, is getting that offense is running now. You know, the quarterback's getting comfortable. He's I forgot his name. USC. Norm yep. Chow. So pretty cool, pretty cool, good stuff. Uh, but that was about all that I saw of the XFL. I'll be honest, I was actually watching golf, and now this weekend I've been watching the combine. So XFL, it's fun. I watch it, but man, seems you, like you got some competition. Yeah, it's is that this is uh, to be completely honest is we all have a vested interest in listening or and or watching these games, and we still didn't do it. So this is a very right. bad sign for that league. Is that it's at a point where it's competition for viewership with the NFL is gonna never gonna be lower than right now, and, and two out of three of us didn't watch it. Yeah, if the NFL was on yesterday, that furniture would have been put on the side. <laughs> like, this is well, a the interesting project thing now. is, and I wonder if they considered it that they're gonna have to compete with March Madness. Mm. I mean that's a big draw. I would. I, I mean, this is the best basketball of the year, in my opinion. And I would much rather watch those games than an XFL game because this only happens once a year. Yeah, yeah, and it's always fun. Those guys are always. Uh, I like watching the NCAA tournament. Yeah, mm, yeah. Coming up, 
I like watching. Do you guys got any uh, long range winners that you're picking? Not yet. I haven't done my uh, research. I'll admit I don't watch it on the regular. I always catch up right before the tournament. Johnny's picking Duke. Pick. No. Are you going to Oklahoma? <clears throat> of course. All right. Is there their team getting good this year? Probably not, but we got hope. <laughs> he always got hope. Always got hope. It's like they're not in the tournament, but they're going to win it or at least go undefeated. <laughs> Excellent. Like Maybe they should start then, stealing uh, signs like the Astros. There you go. Win a championship Jeez. with it. Uh, have you seen, speaking of the Astros real quick, that they're the most hit-by-pitch team in the major leagues right now by far? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a Dude, comeback tour. They're getting nailed. Yeah, they are. Yep. Dead center of the back. Good times. They get done, look like they just got cupped. <laughs> baseball bruises. <laughs> Ridiculous. And I mean, then, uh, any one of you player... ever done the cupping thing? I have not. No. You have not done it? Oh, I haven't done it. I haven't had the balls. I mean, I've had a hickey, but that's about it. <laughs> I think it's about the same thing. <laughs> yeah, the hickey from your vacuum? Oh, this guy. <laughs> hey, you know, the Dyson never loses suction. <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> Oh man! Wow! Yeah, <sighs> probably gets the animal one. <laughs> All right, so the uh, XFL <laughs> moving on. Uh, Christine Michael, I really thought he would go into this league and dominate, and this guy just really hasn't done anything. Christian Michael. Christian Michael. Yeah, you're right. Sorry, oh, Christine. I was yeah, like, Christine Michael. Christine Michael. <laughs> <laughs> you're right, Christian Michael. You're right. He, yeah, unimpressive. I'm laugh when it is Christine. But please. <laughs> I, I mean, I was let down by the guy, too, when he was with the Hawks. I expected more right. from him, but he just couldn't produce. Yeah. yeah. Put on that God. uniform. Bumbles. You Come can average. shut up. Huh? You can shut up. I will do no such thing. The Dolphins players only get good when they leave that team. Yeah, but Ooh. the talent was there. <laughs> like you said, this guy... Went to the XFL and right. disappointed. Had, right. Right. But we, he was. We he, cut him. He, no, he, he almost produce. made the team, is what the whole point is that a player that can't hack it in the XFL bare, almost was your guys' 53. Wasn't almost. No, he was, he was pretty close. Eh. If his name, look, if he had a different name besides Christine, he would have made it. That was the problem. Is, You're such an idiot. <laughs> 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 they checked it. He checked the roster for Christian, but he had made the team. But as Christine, he did not make the team. So that's why he moved did off. not make it. Okay. Yeah. We'll have to look that up thing. I, yeah, I figured check. that uh, Tommy would know what his first name was since he had his jersey. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't have his jersey. Oh, you didn't? No, no. I got Largent. I've got uh, Hauschka. Really? Chancellor. <laughs> Lynch. <laughs> You really have a Hauschka jersey? Yeah. I, I think that next episode, this awesome. is a prove-it moment. What? Does, does it fit? No. Oh, okay. So, like, it's it's uh, one of the sleeves for the right is too long because it's wide right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. No, seriously. Excellent. You don't have that jersey. I this is bullshit. I was going to say this fucking guy. I don't have a Hauschka jersey. He does have a Hauschka jersey, but it's a Buffalo jersey. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Hauschka. I mean, your Landry jersey is a Browns jersey. I would totally Ooh. rock a uh, Browns jersey that was Jarvis you, you also would rock a Niners jersey, too. Oh, dude, that's fantastic. Fake what it was is uh, Dolphins fan. I uh, wore the 
I've been a fan since Burrito. Well, since before <laughs> that, but that's okay. Uh, so, I actually wore Easy E's jersey. Uh, it was the number 42 Ronnie Lott jersey right when on the weekend when they played the Hawks. Was that? Yeah, they played it, and I wore it to uh, – went to the Red Wing. And, dude, let me tell you, your Hawk fans are a bunch of cocksuckers. During that whole – everywhere I went in the casino, I got yelled at by Hawk fans about, we're going to whoop him. And I was uh, – man. That, that must have been a playground Pathetic. for you. Pathetic. It was. A, it must have been a playground for you. Yeah. No. I told one Just guy. Because you I told were him I was the shock steal value his hip. of this. Of like this he cast. kept talking shit about. Uh, I was gonna, if he kept talking all that shit about the Niners, I was going to steal his, uh, his hip and his cane and watch him walk out. Oh, like so make him make so him chase me into the parking lot. You wanted to beat up an old man. <laughs> I wasn't going to beat him up. I just wanted to wear him out. He was going to call a Conor McGregor on him. <laughs> Yeah, I'd be like, oh, you're, you're not drinking the proper 12. Well, here, let me give you a proper four knuckles, you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> you grimy bastard. So I hope if anybody if got anything from this, risk, it doesn't matter who the jersey is. You can't is, get the two whores. Johnny will wear it <laughs> to cause a scene. Yeah, right. no. There's I, no loyalty to his actual team. No, no, that's not true. Is that I did have. He's uh, also got a Brady jersey. Oh. Now you Ouch. Uh, Thus, he's also got a Patriots go high too tower far, jersey. Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> and an Aaron Rodgers jersey. Yeah, he does. Actually, I have Skeel. two jerseys. Skeel. I have a uh, Cameron Wake jersey, and I have a Marino jersey. And that Dolphins Mumu you got. What? The Dolphins Mumu. <laughs> well, that has featured several players. The main one being Zach Thomas. The teal tights. Zach Thomas and Ricky Williams. Actually, I would I would totally support either one of those jerseys. I think Zach Thomas should be in the Hall of Fame, but uh, he's overlooked hmm. a little bit. Yeah. That's because he was short. He yeah. was literally overlooked. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I like it. All right, all right. So let's move on a little bit to some like boxing. It. Oh, y'all, y'all, y'all caught that fight, Fury versus Wilder. Caught that ass whooping. Woo-wee. Man, Fury came ready. He came ready. Uh, do you guys think that uh, Wilder's eardrum got busted? Yes. Yes. They actually showed the moment, like once he got, uh, it was in the third round, got hit with the hell of a right, and it actually knocked him down. And after that, he he never recovered after that. I was watching the rest of the fight since that knockdown. That's when he ruptured his eardrum. That affects your equilibrium. Yeah. He was done. He should have ran with that, honestly. Who? Right. Wilder. Wilder. Ran with what? That his ruptured eardrum as an excuse instead of all these other excuses he's been given of why oh, he lost okay. that fight. Yeah, no, that's fair. I mean, my, dude got beat. I mean, straight up got beat. He got manhandled by those pillow fists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, that that's what Tyson Fury said his plan was. He's like, look, last time I kind of went uh, to pace myself, went easy. This time I'm going to go in there and try to knock him out. And then he found uh, definitely a chink in Wilder's armor for sure. Before the fight, I was predicting Wilder. and uh, man, After turned, the fight. Well, here's the thing, though. I predicted is, Fury. Is we all, we <laughs> After all, the fight. All of us, we all decided pretty much on, on Wilder. No, on one Mike one picked Fury. Okay, I did. Well, he also roots for the Packers, so we'll just 
Put that to the side. Anyways. Amen. So, amen. God damn, what did I lost you, my train did of you say amen or gay men? <laughs> it was definitely amen. Oh, okay. But, you know, with the Fury thing, we were kind of basing it off of, you know, the last fight. And right. what is Wilder known for? He's not... He's not a consistent fighter. He's got that knockout power. He's not really a good boxer. No, but he's got that that knockout power. And he just what happened? Like I said, is he was trying to bide his time, pick his shots, land the big one. But as soon as uh, Tyson Fury knocked him down in the third, that fight was uh, from then was over. I, honestly, I think it, it all stems from that busted eardrum. I mean, I think. Yeah. He, I mean, you can't. That's affects your balance yeah. so much. I mean, yeah. boxing is so much footwork and. And it's also being able to keep That's your... That's probably a lot of pain, too. Right, right. Dude, he looked like he was in pain. Like, uh, I, I know there was some controversy because um, as he went back to his corner right after they threw in the towel, apparently he asked who threw that towel. And the guy who responded, which was not his main guy, but his second guy, he actually fired him on the spot for throwing in the towel. And I'm thinking, dude, this guy did you a favor, man, because you were in there getting just your world rocked and you're doing more damage than necessary because this fight was already over. At this point, it's, it's yeah. you know, conserve your health and move on. But I, I don't know. He he fired him, but I think he should be thanking him because he did what Wilder himself was not going to do. He was going to go in there and get destroyed. I, I understand your point. Yeah. But at that, when the spotlight's that big, there's so much riding on it. You know, you're going to try to give it every. And I'll, <clears throat> I would have a lot more respect for Wilder had he come out and be like, yeah, the dude rocked me. My eardrum got ruptured. Um, you know, I tried to hang in there and just give it what I had, which I think that's what he was trying to do. And, you know, the guy threw in the towel because he, for whatever reason, he decided it was upon himself to do that. But if, if Wilder's not really wanting to come out, I mean, that, that big of a thing, you got to let him go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Like I you mean, said, he wanted to go out and shield. True, true. And I think that it's um, Wilder definitely um, – during the fight, as it was happening, everyone got to see his toughness and got to see his heart, and that he was trying to continue. I think that that a lot of people, including myself, felt, all right, man, this guy, even though he's beat, he's still out there trying to do it. And then it's like, all right, I give him a couple of points for that. You know, I, he earned my respect with his actual performance, his corner through in the towel. But then after the fight, when he opens his mouth and starts making all these excuses, it's like, all that little bit of goodwill that people had towards you, you ruined it with what you said about, um, you know, between the outfit that you wore, uh, sh- uh, burning your legs out to where you couldn't stand. <laughs> Just all of it. What was that? How heavy did they say that that outfit pounds. was? Yeah. 40 pounds. So uh, t- how much is uh, it, you're, you're geared out for the military, Tommy? How much is that? Full ammo. I mean, because you got to think you're wearing the helmet, you're wearing the pads. Which you know, your vest has got the actual shields in there, um, out of the plates, with all the ammo. I mean, you're you're anywhere from ninety five to one hundred and twenty pounds. Right. Yay! And in that That's Baghdad crazy. heat, you know, t- doing it that way versus in a air conditioned casino in the middle of Las Vegas. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then, uh, yeah, and then uh, you know, that's it's bad. And then. I- are you even interested in a rematch between these guys? Like, does it, it interest you? I know. Interested or not, it's going to happen. Yeah, it's yeah, going to happen. Part you're of right. the contractual clause is that if he lost, he could demand an immediate rematch. Which, um, I, yeah, no, dude, I'd like to see it. I think that uh, I don't think anything's going to change. 
It may not, either. but I think Wilder um, maybe doesn't come out as timid and try to actually box with Tyson Fury. I think he goes out there and he just starts throwing haymakers. Then if he doesn't win, he does win. They'd I mean, have to I'd rather see strategy. a Joshua Fury fight, honestly. Yeah. But, all right. So if we're going, yeah, because from here on out, <clears throat> like like you said, we had a, a you know respect for him when he was trying to put it all out there, and now all these excuses. It's like just own it. and and move on. Right. Now now if if they do, I'm I hope he gets beat bad. Wilder? Yeah, absolutely. Well, he's capable of it. He's um he's kind of a tough guy and he's not really um he's tough. He's got that power, but as far as actual boxing skill, he's not really that great of a boxer, not even close. Like he's gotten really lucky. His uh, footwork's not that great. Nope. He doesn't throw like real like synchronized type combos, yeah. You know, to, I, I don't know. At this point, I'm just I'm done with Wilder. Yeah, who do you think will win between uh, Fury and Joshua? Fury, but I'd like Fury. to see Joshua win. Yeah, I think Fury is just too big, and, uh, too good right now, dude. He's um, he showed he's incredible. He yeah. is. He's definitely a very very good boxer. I think he um, sometimes his physique. <laughs> maybe takes a little bit away from what his actual skill is. Right. I think it, it um, definitely makes people a little bit biased towards him. He was also, uh, he's also good with the mind games and these subtle things that <laughs> yeah. he's been doing too. Yeah. Uh, like his mouthpiece. Definitely. What does the mouthpiece say? I think it was uh Nigeria, right? What? For the, for the, yeah, it was a, it was a night. It said Nigeria on the, on the uh, mouthpiece. <laughs> But Pure was, did? Yeah. Yeah, yeah and it was fantastic. towards another boxer, yeah. Yeah. He was just trolling him. Oh, he was trolling. He trolled like three or four different boxers that night. Yeah, did you see his suit that he wore after the fight? Uh-uh. Oh, uh-uh. Dude. It was um Oh, dude, I forgot what the actual pattern. But it was hilarious. It was like a dumb and dumber suit but with graphics. Oh, jeez. I love nice. it. Nice. Yeah. I like it. It was it was <laughs> very like entertaining. It. That's awesome. All right, all right. Well, let's move on to some MMA. Got some good UFC action. Had a good uh, card last night. Oh, not a good card, a good fight, I'll say. Main event, Joseph Benavides against D.F. and Figueredo. I don't know if you say it or not, but I'm going with it. Uh, And Benavides got KTFO'd. Man, he got hit so hard, connected to the chin. His body went limp, and he fell. Uh Figueredo was able to get on top and drop a couple of hammer fists, and that was it. He was out. I was really looking forward to this fight. Um, Benavidez, I'm so glad he lost. I, I really, I really, no, dude, I really <laughs> developed a distaste for him is because I dislike Henry Cejudo. But um, when him and Benavidez <laughs> fought, Benavidez beat him. So, dude, don't, don't get yeah. somebody asked me to explain you, I, I'm going to tell him, like, He's a very hateful person. Oh, well, I mean, I may be hateful, but you're full of hot air. You need to breathe slower. I don't know what the hell is your problem. You're inhaling over here like your beer is made out of Vicks Vapor Rub. You need to calm down. I've ingested the beer to get for Super. Yeah, this is very uh, – I, I may be hateful, but I can still breathe out my nose, bitch. <laughs> All right, so uh, this Saturday, or I guess, yeah, March 7th, 
we got a fight card coming up that uh, is pretty exciting to me. The stacked main event. And, uh, you know, headlining it is going to be the Israel Adesanya versus Yoel Romero. But the first fight on that card, the Alex the Cowboy Oliveira versus Max Griffin. It'll be an interesting fight. You guys know anything about these fighters? You guys seen Oliveira fight in the past, yeah? I have. I have. Yeah. And I'm gonna because of that, I'm gonna go with Griffin. I like it. I think Griffin's gonna win this fight. I think Alex is a little too confident. But I was uh in researching this card, I looked up Griffin. I got some impressive wins and I kinda like his style, man, especially uh matchup wise with Cowboys, so we'll see. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, I can't disagree with that. I think that uh, Oliveira, he has lost his last two fights. Same as Griffin. He's lost his last two fights. So someone needs to win here. So it'll be a good fight. But I think I'm going with Oliveira on this one. You think the loser gets uh, gets their walking papers from the UFC? Probably. I think so. Three three, uh, three in a row. That's about average. I think that's, that's when you got to reevaluate. Yeah. Unless you're BJ Penn. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't nobody beating that record. Yeah, then he's only, you know, three sevenths of the way. <laughs> right. All right. All right. Uh just some notable things. You know, Alex Oliveira, he lost to Carlos Condit in twenty eighteen, back when Condit was still fighting. Good times. And Max re- uh lost, he fought and lost to uh Colby Covington. So yeah. it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting, but I'm going with Cowboy. Going with Cowboy. See, and I think Cowboy's uh, last outing against uh, Carlos Condit was very subpar. And Griffith was actually, you know, he, he performed okay against Colby Covington, but Colby Covington was just on that hot streak. So right. that's that's really why I think um, Griffith's <clears throat> going to win, man, is the level of competition and what they look like against their last opponent. Okay. Yeah, both of them came off a decision loss, so we'll see. Hopefully, it'll be an exciting fight. Yep. Uh, next fight, Neil Magny against Lee Dinglang. <laughs> what, what is that? What was his name? Say it again. That's a J, not a D. Shit. Dingling. Lee Jinglang. Lee Dinglang. <laughs> Look, this all right, guy. so just for that alone. Wait, hey, you're you gonna have to swing with the dangling. Yeah, so I'm picking him now. I was actually long. gonna go with the other fighter, but right now, because of that, that uh, endorsement from Mike One, I'm swinging dangling right there. He's I'm, winning. I'm going Magni. <laughs> he's got the height. Yeah. He's got the reach. But he um, ain't got the swing. He's got the his accuracy is way better. Um, so for me, it's gonna be Magni, not dangling. Well, he's not helicoptering like dangling. <laughs> I'm going to go with Lee Jinglang. Yes, Lee Jinglang. I'm going with Lee. Here's why. Neil Magny's last fight, he got knocked out, and that was in 2018. So he hasn't fought. Last fight was a knockout. Jinglang is on a three-fight win streak. It's about and to uh, I don't think so. So I'm going with Lee. <clears throat> Big Lee. <laughs> All right. I like it. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next fight. Benel Dariush against Drakkar Close. I, Good stuff. I enjoy hearing you try to pronounce these names. <laughs> I do my best. I do my best. I like it. I like it. <laughs> I like it. So uh, Dariush, he's on a three-fight win streak. And Close is on a three-fight win streak. 
Now, uh, the last three fights for uh, Close have been won by decision. And the last two fights for Dariush have been won by submission. Yeah, so, so I'm gonna go Dariush on this one. Oh man, I'm was, going close. I was gonna go with Harry Douche on this one. <laughs> what? <laughs> Dariush, I, I think Dariush. that's your winner right there. Yeah, just because I agree. you know the way they've been finishing fights versus just uh, grinding out the decisions, I think he's probably gonna submit him. I agree with that. I agree with that. I think it's staying up. I don't think so. Going close. Okay. We shall see. Get a little closer. My record's better than yours. Playing close. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then the co-main event. This is a fight I'm very excited oh, for. Yes. What? Whoa, 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 what? I said, whoa, yes. I know which fight you're uh, leading into, so yes. please continue. Waylay Magnum Zhang versus Joanna Young Jacek. Exciting fight. Exciting fight. What do you guys think about this one? I think it's same with Zhang. She's the competitor. She's the one that should be having. Uh... Well, she's got the belt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah no. She, she's going to keep that belt. What do you think, Johnny? Uh, I think Joanna Chop wins, man. I think she's really? going to go in there and win this fight, yeah. I think that, uh, you know, because Zhang beat Andrade and then Andrade beat Rose. Rose beat Jacek. But, you know, again, that MMA math doesn't always work out the same way. I think that um, she matches up a lot better with her. And other than Rose she and the bullet, who else has uh, Joanna lost to? Not very many. Joanna's good at takedown, so yeah. that's her specialty is the takedown. Wait, avoiding it? Or? No, her specialty is boxing. Yeah, I was going to say her specialty is striking 100%. He's a technical striker. Yeah, dude, she's and she's probably one of the best at that, but then, you know, Rose just happened to clip her. Hey, but check this out. Waylay's on a 20-fight win streak. Yeah, that's hard to argue with, but, hey, good things come to an end. You know, she brought her style and the coronavirus. Jeez. <laughs> really? Jeez uh, She brought the coronavirus with her. Oh it's all good. Gosh. She almost got quarantined, though. This fight almost didn't happen. I feel like I'm going to smoke you again on this. Hmm. Think what so? are you talking about? Oh, the pickums? Oh, you. Oh, yeah. You know oh, the pickums. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> I'm just glad we're picking opposites, and that way one of us has a chance. So, you know, we don't do this. Split them down the middle. You know, uh, Young Jacek's last TKO win was against Jessica Penne in 2015. Yeah, it's been a while. She's been um... pillow hands. Pillow, pillow fist. Hands. I think Zhang's going to take this one because I think Zhang's uh, a technical striker, but she's also a power striker. And I think that uh, Joanna is going to get whooped. I didn't know she was a power striker. Oh. <laughs> Stop it. Oh, my goodness. All right. And then. Oh. The... Thank you, E. Yeah, Dang. thank you. Perfectly cued. And then the main event, Israel Adesanya against Yoel Romero. Very excited for this fight. You really think it's going to be close? Uh, uh, depends on what you mean. Adesanya hasn't lose, lost. 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 He's not lost. 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 Oos, he's not going to lose this time either. Fuck off. No, I think, uh, I think Israel's going to win. I do too. 
Yeah. I do too. Romero's very explosive, but I think the one thing Romero does not have on his side is uh, age. True. Yeah, he's like 43 now. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, for Israel, I think it's a good call out for him because Yoel's got that reputation. I think that Yoel's on his way down, though. At the end. Mm. Yeah, I mean, he can't be. Yeah. I mean, if, if he's picking 43 to peak, that's a hell of a nine to peak. But, but but here's here's something interesting I saw today was that he was doing an interview and Adesanya had a uh, bump on his arm during the interview and people are speculating that it might be staph infection. So we'll have to watch that. That sucks. Yeah. That could be an issue. Yeah, no, I don't think he'd be stupid to proceed with that fight. If he uh, backs out, what do you think goes into the main event? You think it becomes... Uh... Yeah, it would be the young Jacek fight. You think so? Yeah, that could have been that could have been a main event on its own. I think. Nah, not anymore. You don't think so? No, I think she lost a lot of notoriety with her name, and then the uh, people don't really know. Uh, is it Wei? Zhang. 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 Yeah, Wei. When? Protein. Yeah, I, I think they don't see exactly. Proves my point is I know that, and I can't remember her name. Right. Well, you so will after Saturday. No. You will. You'll be like, dang, that girl can throw. No, some she can't. I, I was impressed by her win over uh, Andrade, just because Andrade right. wasn't, you know, a pushover, and she definitely went in there and dominated her. It wasn't even a close fight. But I think that that, like I said, is Jacek style matches up well with her. Right. And then as far as the Adesanya fight, um, you know, he's beaten some name of big name people. I mean, Gastelum, Anderson Silva. Derek Brunson, Brad Tavares. I mean, he's fought some decent fighters. He definitely and, no Right, right. And I respect the fact that he's calling out Yoel because no one else wants to fight him. Yeah, exactly. So so that's pretty cool. But, I mean, Yoel's got a two-loss streak going right now. Was both of those to Riddicker or? Yeah. Mm. Well, didn't he lose his last fight, too? Who? Uh, uh, Yoel Romero. I think he lost he his last one. Yeah, his last one was lost. But I don't think it was Whitaker. No, you're right. Who did he fight last? I don't remember who that was. I can look that up real quick. Or E, can you look that up? He's on it. And then, and then, um, I mean, Yoel's last win was against Rockhold. Yeah. But Didn't he break his jaw in that one? Yeah, he messed him up pretty bad. And then he was trying to call out Bisping, and then Bisping retired. He was like, I don't want to fight that dude. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And then the last time I saw, uh, was it Rockhold? His last fight was against Jan the Man, right? Yeah. Got knocked out yeah. by Jan the Man. Then Jan the Man went from that fight to beating Corey Anderson. Dude, that guy, I want to see that fight. John Jones versus Jan the Man. Yeah, I agree. I, I really want to see that because I, I think John Jones was ready to roll, go to heavyweight, be done with these light heavyweights, but... Jans came out there and just been smacking them. Yeah, yeah you look good. I like it. Have you guys heard uh, Khabib say that Connor doesn't re- deserve a rematch? I have seen yeah. heard that. What do you guys think about that? Hundred percent does not. You yeah, think, I don't even know if, 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 if that's a fight. Change your change your mind on that. Um, depends on who wins. Ferguson I think when Khabib loses, he's gonna want to fight Connor. Yeah, he'll want that payday. If, See, if, I think if Ferguson's was... gonna take that one. Yeah, I do too. So, so do you think that if Ferguson does win this, he'll change his stance on that Conor uh, deserves uh, a rematch? Well, Khabib. Yeah. Yes. 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 Because at that point, if 
Uh, it depends. I think that if Khabib should fight Justin Gaethje, which I think is going to happen sometime during the uh, summer, and if he wins that fight, he'll get his uh, pick of the winner between Khabib and Ferguson or Usman and Masvidal. I think he'll, he depends on which one he wants to do after that. Yeah. If he wins. But if he loses, I th- if he loses okay. and, like, we think uh, Tony's going to win, I think the next one after that is going to be Khabib versus Connor. both of them coming off losses. Yeah. But if yeah. Connor wins, he's going to go with uh, – Okay. Yep. Hey, and then isn't there a card coming up that you're excited about, Tommy? Yeah, the Ferguson Khabib fight. That's the one. When is it again? The April eighth. Okay. All right. All right. We're getting there. A little over a month away. Not bad. Yeah, getting that's closer. gonna be a good one. Right on, hmm? right on. All right. I like it. I like it. Hey, you know, and then later on this April year, 18th. UFC is coming to uh Seattle. When is this happening? It's, I think it's like in August. Mm, I know there's one coming up in April where uh, my cousin from down in Portland wants to go. At the, yeah, that's the Portland one, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think we should consider a road trip, fellas. Yeah. We could take the train. Let's now. talk about it. Yeah. True. Sure. Take the train. <clears throat> and then while we're there, we I have family members, but we probably want to stay in hotels. Hey, they got lots of breweries down there. We could sample lots of beer. Voodoo Donut. Yeah, I was going to say, then I could see if Voodoo Donuts is that really that good. It's not. It's, it's really honestly, not. Legendary is probably pretty close. Yeah, because Legendary, <laughs> man, that stuff's delicious. Yeah. Legendary like is cool. S'mores. Just because they got big donuts. pounds by not eating Legendary. <laughs> nice. All right, all right. So, all right, listeners. So, it's question time now. Appreciate the interaction. It's fun. And we like it. So please keep it up. And we got a question for you this week. Here we go. This will be an interesting one. See how this goes, folks. <laughs> what Fun. is your YouTube guilty pleasure? Ooh. I repeat, what is your YouTube guilty pleasure? Now we're going to use hashtag tube creeper. Tube creeper. So we'll I, post that on all our social media. But uh, Johnny Fiend, why don't you go what? first? We're keeping this PG? No, just be honest. Okay. Be honest, so, man. There's a couple things that is my YouTube guilty pleasure. One of them is um, I really, really like watching videos of people getting uh, adjusted and their backs cracked by chiropractors. Like that's, the celebrity that's ones. That's third for me. Yeah. And it's, and it's just listening to them like when they crank their necks and they do some of these, I'm like – Dude, you just killed that person. Like, just <laughs> have you been to a chiropractor? No, never. That's what probably why it fascinates me. Right, but it is. It feels amazing when that happens. But see, what I've heard yes, is that when is. once you go there, you have to keep going in order to maintain that level of uh, cracked crackness. Uh, well, I mean, they're adjusting your Crackling. spine, right? Yeah. So your day-to-day activities. I mean, you don't have perfect posture. You don't probably don't practice these things at home so yeah you're gonna get out of alignment and need to be adjusted again but I'm telling you you feel so much better i might have to do that this might have to be uh i might have to give a shout out or a review to one of these local chiropractors yeah, i mean forget all those cup things you do yeah this cup. Go to the chiropractor <laughs> Stupid. the dyson hickey all right. over <laughs> <laughs> oh, just don't nice. make that noise again Stupid. please 
Please, ever. So you said you had a couple. <laughs> oh, so yeah, the chiro- uh, the chiropractor cracks, and then uh, another one I like to watch is uh, animals attacking people. Like, you I remember just, when they had that show on TV? Yes, I did. But these ones are like, uh, those were all censored for like network television. These ones are, you get to kind of see some of the more graphic details of it. Well, now hold on. In, in, those, in the TV show, it started off with like a cat, like like a house cat, and then yeah. like a dog. And it would slowly start moving its way up to like the more gruesome crap. No, I'm going straight to elephants. Trampling. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Elephants trampling Indians. You guys remember that one video of that dude in India that was getting attacked by tigers? Didn't he mean to do that? Was he trying to commit suicide or yeah, something? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That was a brutal video. Yeah. No, no, no. It was definitely brutal. But, yeah. <clears throat> like, if you're going to hope that you're going to save yourself and trying to get into one of those enclosures, apparently the lion ones are the ones to go to and not the tigers. <laughs> yeah. Tigers are okay, noted. Well, yeah, yeah, because it's, you know, they don't run in, you know, right. the the prides like the lions do, right? Yeah, and usually it take, they, they delay a little bit because they have to get, like, the alpha to right. okay the attack and stuff versus tigers. Are yeah, like, it's a pack mentality as opposed right. to a single mentality. Like, I'm Stripe. <laughs> I'm Tony. <laughs> 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 it's like, what's about these frosty flakes? <laughs> Stupid. Nice. So, I have two guilty pleasures on YouTube. And one... (laughs) All right. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So, the first one is just, like, to pass the time before I'm ready for bed. Ooh. Um, And that's... (laughs) The wind-down one? Do you light a candle during this or what? (laughs) No, no, there's no candle. But it's it's a weird one. I can't wait. It's it's cysts and zits. Ah, gross. But you're right. I mean, I mean, but it, that gets it ranges, you ready for bed. Ranges, I don't know. I don't know why, but yes, uh, there's something relaxing about just seeing all of it come out and just be done. Like, you know, there's the tattoo infection cysts, you know, that kind. I like watching those. I don't know what it is, but like, there's something about it. And then when I'm ready, there to is to sleep, something about it. I agree. It's gross. <laughs> <laughs> you don't watch like Dr. Do you like Dr. Pimple, Pimple Popper? Yes. Yes. I do. I, I, dude, she's very attractive too. I haven't actually seen she's a that. picture of her, but I watch. Well, yeah. Well, she, she, gets she, she has a show on TLC where they do more than just the Instagram pops where it's straight up like big cysts and stuff. And you'd probably love it. Yeah. She has a YouTube channel. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. And then, like I said, my third is the chiropractor thing. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Dr. It's like. Hightower. Well, there's there's him. Yeah, the UFC guy. But then there's also the uh, uh, Mondragon or whatever. She's out of Florida. I've never seen that one. Yeah, she does some weird things, too. It's pretty crazy. Um, but the one that gets me to sleep, my guilty pleasure, is watching head massages. What? Yeah. Like head massage videos, I swear to God, it's like I can feel it. It's like I can feel it, and the next thing I know, I'm out, and the wife, the wife's like, "Turn your damn phone off." Just the head massage with the verbal assault. <laughs> Turn your weird videos off. Yeah. Jeez. No, there's. So Are you trying to tell me something? So there's been a couple of times like I'm watching these tattooed, you know, infected tattoo videos, and. She'll roll over because she wants some attention, and then she'll see what I'm watching, and she, 
you're disgusting. And then she'll roll right back over. And then, then I don't hear anymore. Yeah. It's a good night. Perfect. Get the- oh, that's great. It's pretty awesome. That's well, I have I have a couple. I have a couple. Uh, the first one, which uh, I don't know if it's really that weird. It was when I first started watching it, but 10 million people are subscribed to his channel. So obviously I'm not the only one. Is this uh, Is Jell's Marble Runs. Marble Runs. Have you guys oh. ever watched Marble Racing? Yes, to where they like make an intricate one down the beach and whatever. And yes, they, and yeah. he's narrating, and it's and, and and he gets he narrates it like a racehorse, and it's intense, and it literally looks like these marbles are really racing each other. So I, I just want to make this point: <clears throat> when you get onto YouTube, you're looking for marble marble racing. <laughs> yeah, just to pass the time. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna be honest; I've never thought the. All right, it would have been like a trend. Some marble racing. I never looked it up, but it it trended sometimes and ended up being on the front page, and I watched it. Yeah, that's it's how it legit. Got oh, and it is entertaining. So the sure. next one he's going to tell us is watching paint dry. There's videos of the commentary. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not even time elapsed. These videos are like 24 hours. <laughs> like you see it, the color is slowly changing. Live stream. This one's eight hours and 32 minutes. <laughs> right <laughs> from bear it's great it could have been 15 minutes longer wait till we get the stanley thompson deck still stain <laughs> i can't wait that's the next episode yeah uh, the other one i actually watch a lot is just a joe rogan podcast yeah i guess it's not that yeah, but... it's not really a guilty pleasure no i oh, guess with so. another one start over that's all i have man no, you have one. You Think really have it. no guilty pleasure that when your Let's wife's not around and nobody's around. So you, your go-to is Joe Rogan and marble racing? Dude, yeah. Yeah, that's really what I do, man. I'm an old man. No, uh, this is, you just this give is us, wrong. Did you give us the church answer? That's yeah. what I felt like. I we this just is g- what just happened. Like, I buried my soul out <laughs> here. Yeah, for real. And then this I get guy. some marble racing and Joe Rogan. You guys got to see my, you know, my most watched videos on my YouTube channel. That's all it pops up. Stuff on boxing, stuff on fighting, YouTube on how to fix stuff on the card. I don't usually hop on YouTube just to pass the time. So the the feds raid your house and you're not deleting any browser? The one that he watches is like those hair transplants. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I had hair. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, check this out. You see these fake barbers where they spray it on and they like, glue the hair? First off, they do the plugs. Then they spray it. They give it a good haircut. Uh, no, well, there's one not... other thing that I do like is uh, Brady Watt. I don't know if you guys have ever checked him out. But he is a bass player that will uh, team up with other hip-hop artists. And then he basically plays their song on the bass guitar. And then they rap or freestyle with him. It's pretty cool. So Where you watch. So his well, guilty pleasure is boring shit is what I just heard. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. And if you haven't checked out Epic Rap Battles of History on YouTube, you need to. <laughs> You're welcome in advance. You're welcome in advance. Or between two The listeners, this is what we want you to do. We want you, when we post it, or on uh, Instagram or Twitter, you could do hashtag TubeCreeper. Uh, we'll post that on our Facebook group as well, so you can easily do that. I feel like or I got this round too. Genius, or uh, two genius one idiot at gmail.com as well. All right, guys. So pretty much that's all we got for you. Johnny, Tommy, you guys good? I'm good. 
All good in the hood. All right, then. Hey, thanks for tuning in for episode eight. Later. Yeah, ESPN 8, the Ocho. Ocho. False. That's an actual channel. No. Is it an actual channel? Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm talking about from Dodgeball. I know you are, but no. (laughs) ESPN 8, the Ocho. You can dodge a wrench. You can can dodge dodge a ball. Iggy, Iggy Pop.